What is up, Kingdom Cloud Chasers? Welcome back to the Kingdom Cloud Podcast. I am your host with the most, Lungam Kize, and today I am not alone. I am here with my friend. Who's gonna introduce herself? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi everyone, my name is Tupangli Tale. I am so excited to be here, you know? I don't know what else do you say when you introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, um basically episode not episode one in the trailer i talked about a friend of mine who told me about um um what did you say remind me what you said you said you spoke of the the part in the bible where jesus had sent out the disciples to go do works and when they came back he said you have been faithful with little things i will make you ruler over many and yeah i don't know if you quoted the verse exactly but you quoted that part the verse and then from that i was inspired because i was being i was feeling anxious and all that about starting the podcast and then from you telling me that and a bunch of other people around me in my space encouraging me the kingdom cloud podcast was born so in a way guys you guys should thank her you guys should thank her for getting us (laughs) we thank god (laughs) we thank god yeah Yeah. for working through you to encourage me Yeah. yeah so anyways guys today's topic is about finding purpose okay and we're just gonna like have a discussion about this and see where we go you know yeah i'm seeing that we both have a bunch of notes to talk about so i think i think it's gonna be juicy i think it's gonna be interesting so let's get into it i think the first thing i wrote about was something i call divine agitation Mm. basically i feel that when you need when you you're looking for your purpose there's things in the world that will bother you that won't bother other people that's what i call divine agitation <laughs> that is so crazy because literally that was what i was about to say really? also in yeah. my notes and also what i prepared was your purpose is connected to what frustrates you exactly. and makes you angry mm-hmm. you know because god put you there to solve that problem yes. you know when you're asking god why why are things happening like this when you get so frustrated and angry mm-hmm. about stuff that is where your purpose is connected to. Facts. And God put you there to do that. Facts. <laughs> For example, if you go in the Bible and you read about Moses, Moses is finding out that he is actually of Hebrew descent and he's kind of on the wrong side in a way. And when he sees the Egyptians forcefully laboring uh, his, his family in a way, he gets upset and he ends up murdering one of the Egyptians. And that passion came from the place of his purpose. Because when you see these things, like other people were fine with it. They weren't doing nothing about it. They were just like conforming to this thing. Same thing with David when he sees um, Goliath mocking the children of Israel. And he's like, um, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who's talking all these things about us you know and then for that reason that like pushed him into his purpose so yeah i don't know if you want to say anything about it you can speak about it <laughs> oh yes you know i find it so crazy because literally i was also going to mention yeah. david and people in the bible like jesus david and paul they had such a such a passion for something and that's where their purpose was connected to you know even um david when he he had even though he was not going because of what happened because he sinned against god and and what, what. Yes. <laughs> um, but God, um, he had a passion to build the temple of God. But even though he wasn't going to be 
the one who ultimately built it he prepared everything that had to be done for his son solomon to take over with it and you know it just brings me back to you know your purpose must live beyond you when you when you die when you go back to the grave there must be that purpose must still be fulfilled like okay if i can explain better <laughs> jesus um when um like you know jesus gave us salvation and even after he died but rose up again the the gospel of the good news and the gospel of salvation is still being spread out and that's when you know that you fulfilled your purpose when the purpose lives on even after, after you left. left yeah hey that's, that's a good point okay now i'm starting to feel like i didn't prepare quickly. <laughs> okay um what else did I, I write about divine agitation let me see um mainly i also think of it in a way that um for example it's as if god you allow god to give you a piece of his heart and put it in yours so that the way he feels when he sees these things is how you feel for someone whose purpose is in um, maybe helping children, God gives you that part of his heart. Because God loves us all equally. And us as humans aren't capable of loving at the way he loves, right? Because his love is unconditional and it's perfect. So it's as if he gives us a piece of his heart and that part is like your responsibility. And when you see children and you feel pain for them and you feel their suffering that's how god feels for us all mm. but he just gave you like one piece of it to hold up so we're literally forming the body of christ in fulfilling our purposes mm. if i'm making sense you're making sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then i also wrote what did i also write um i also i also i also talked i also wrote about jeremiah 17 verse 9 what verse was that? You know, when I wrote these notes, they were making sense. <laughs> now, looking at them, <laughs> some of them, let me see. Let me see. Okay, okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about the heart, and I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah 17, verse 9 says that uh, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Mm. So, um, the heart. The thing is, a lot of people want to operate from a place of heart and emotion, letting emotion lead you, right? Which is, in a sense, not completely wrong, but it ends up going south when you let it, like, um, go beyond your morals and your, your standards. For example, what Moses did. <laughs> it, was, it was a good, it was behind, it was for good intentions, but it wasn't a good thing what he did for killing an Egyptian, right? That was outside of what he was supposed to do. So now what we have to do with this passion and with these feelings that we feel, we have to submit them to God, which is what uh, Psalms 51 verse 10 says, uh, create in me, O God, a new heart. And this verse says the heart is incurable. So if we give him our old hearts, the, the hearts of stone, the, the whole of it, of it and know? allow him to give us mm. new hearts, then mm. we will be able to flow from a place of um, goodness and our intentions will be pure also with our actions being pure because sometimes we can have pure hearts but the actions won't align with that purity. So yeah, that's that's the first point. That's the first part I wrote. That's everything in that section. 
that hey. I have. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> are you coming through with it? Hey. Uh, sure. I always, I always prepare. You know, I didn't even eat. I fast every time. <laughs> I'm gonna record. So then, I also talked about. I also wrote about overcoming inadequacy. Sure. Overcoming inadequacy. Okay, for just for a short time, I just yeah. want to share about like you know it's so important um, when you pursuing your purpose that you first know who you are. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that sense of identity, you will never get to your purpose. And the only person that you can get your full identity from, your it's from your creator. You cannot Perfect. ask God's creation who you are, Perfect. you know. And God knows you so much. He knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. And God knows what He put you here on earth to do. And once you've established your identity in God, you can establish, you can find out from your Creator what you were here to do. Yeah, true that. Mm. That's that's very deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what I wanted to say about overcoming inadequacy is most of the time, um, the problem, what stops us from reaching purpose or finding purpose, is that we are battling inadequacy. And most of the time, even in the Bible, if you look at the people that God uses, he has to first call them out of inadequacy. And if you look around in the world now, most of the times we are only taught against um, pride and we're taught against, um, you know, like feeling yourself too much, you know, like you 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 self-doubt, exactly, exactly. So the world is all about that right now and in churches that's the only thing that we're taught against but we also forget that the same enemy who has uh who 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 inflicts arrogance also inflicts inadequacy and insecurities and insecurities so now if god wants to use you and call you to your purpose you also have to agree our Mm. god is not a forceful god you know, mm. so he waits for your permission. Yeah, mm. yeah, he knocks. <laughs> <laughs> he asks. He asks. You know what I'm saying? So, if the enemy convinces you that you are incapable first, purpose stops right there. Yo, when you believe that lie, yo, and just can I say for sure, yo, I, I that was something I was definitely battling with because God gave me a vision, and the, I was so I'm so excited. I'm still very excited about that vision. And then you know, you know, when it comes to me in prep preparing myself for that vision i sometimes get this heavy sense of oh god will i be able to do it you know (laughs) and i i realize it comes from a a point in my life where i've allowed the lie of the enemy to sink so deep in me that even god who is superior over the enemy and the truth of the word of god is the truth that stands i still struggle with sometimes self-belief and believing in in the vision that god gave me and the thing is i I think okay so <laughs> one of the things i need to like i'm still learning to do is to not believe in myself but believe in the god that's in me because once you have no you know god cannot use somebody who doesn't believe you know god will not you know the biggest and i think the worst things to do against god is unbelief you know because when you don't believe in god there's nothing he can do he's not going to force himself upon you and that was something i definitely was struggling with and mm-hmm. but i guess you thank god yeah yeah, yeah. it's a process mm. true that i hear you um i also what you're saying 
reminds me of even that verse in now you're making me skip notes okay but fine okay but fine you're reminding me of uh second chronicles 7 verse 14 which is about uh it's the verse where the bible says if my people will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and pray to me i will save them right and basically there's a condition to this verse it says if if we do these things so we have a part to play in god acting in the world it's almost as if we give him permission we we like call him you know without our prayers without without us humbling ourselves he will sit back and wait for someone who's willing to submit their lives to him and that's essentially what purpose is submitting your life to him and being like god here i am you can have it all use me lord you know and the power in that submission if you think about it there's so much power weakness for us christians is strength in so many ways if you think about it we have to lower ourselves to pray go on our knees and even in sports that's like the most powerful posture actually bent knees when you're shooting in basketball bent knees when you're swinging in golf bent knees are like a power position but from the mind's perspective it might seem weak and everything like our weaknesses are what makes grace even better the fact that we were of a sin nature the fact that we used to be so in the world is what makes his grace so relevant so your weakness what i want to say to someone out there maybe who feels like um their inadequacy disqualifies them in some way i want to say that that actually qualifies you to be used by god because the people who think they're good on their own those are the people that he can't use (laughs) those them pharisees and them you know what i'm saying (laughs) so when you humble yourself that's where the power is and that's where god uses you to do great things in the world okay so yeah 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 there's something you want to say on that you can you can go ahead (laughs) oh i just wanted to you know you spoke about um if god can't use you then he will raise up somebody to you you know when god gives a vision you know his word never comes to him for it you know so when he gave you a word but you won't be obedient to do it he will raise up somebody else who will and when they are submitting and obedient to him they will they will achieve the purpose and you know the biggest regret in life that i never want to see is that the vision that god gave me to mm-hmm. do somebody else did it because they were obedient and i was Saul and david okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what you're saying is actually so powerful also it reminds me of the parable of the talent mm. where um the master leaves uh his three servants with with, with talent so the the first two double what they were given and for that they're rewarded and they keep that so now when he gets the la- to the last um one he has done nothing with what he was given he buried it and some of us are doing that with our purpose some people just sit back and they bury it and they forfeit their destiny in a way because now you're living but you're not really living you know what i'm saying your life is not really moving hard so having any impact on this earth you know and that's like one of the saddest things to think of 
that your life didn't really mean anything at the end of the day that would be so sad so yeah if you allow god to use you everything you do he aligns he aligns you he aligns the the the, the steps of his children so yeah <laughs> and i just wanted to add there i just want to quickly read um um Proverbs 19 verse 21 which says many are the plans in a man's heart but it is the Lord's purposes that prevail and I forgot what I wanted to say <laughs> it's fine yeah um no, I, I completely you really forgot. Yeah, but it's okay. fine. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I'll remember when I. It will come back. It will come back. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. And the thing is, also, I need to say that your purpose that God gave you will wait for you until you decline it. You know, no one else can take your position until you mess up for yourself or until mm. you reject it mm. for yourself. So it reminds me of how David was chosen to become king. Um, Samuel is sent by God to go ask Jesse, David's father, um, if he has any sons because the next king is in his household. And then he calls all David's brothers and he leaves out David. And then one by one, uh, Saul asks God, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? And each time God is like, no, that's not the one. And now he's confused. He's like, are these all your sons? You know? And then he says, there's one more, but it's not around. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. You know, you know, in a way, it was his family doubting him. You know, so it, your purpose doesn't need the people around you to believe in it. It, does not it doesn't need anyone else. It doesn't need anyone else's approval but God's. So as long as you and God are in alignment, purpose is going to happen. Okay. As I was saying, um, yeah. Then uh, Samuel says, we will not even sit down until he arrives. Call him. So now, until you step into purpose, there are people who won't be allowed to be comfortable. You stepping into purpose will will help other people. Your purpose has to essentially help the people around you. You know, and then when David arrives, uh, he is anointed in front of his brothers and his family. And then, now, let's fast forward. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall, yeah. And then he says, this is his prayer. He says, um, the Lord will, uh, I know it in Zoom. <laughs> he layeth the table in front of me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah, that part. Revenge is not ours, you know. So even the people who doubted you, the punishment that God has for them, is that they will see you come into your purpose that's mm. their punishment because for people who, who don't want to see you succeed there's nothing that will hurt them more than that and as christians we don't want to see people being hurt right so god will use that even to change their hearts to make them better for it you know and yeah so if we were to choose to handle it ourselves if we were to choose to be mad at our brothers for not inviting us into the room where God is looking for the next king because we think we don't qu- he, they don't qualify um, then we would like we would, we would try to solve it in our, with our own hands you know but now God chose to anoint David in front of those same brothers and his same father who didn't think to call him when they were looking for the next king 
So yeah, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Yay, preach. Sure. It's a lot. It's a lot. This purpose thing, you know, this this purpose thing is ish. Yeah. Shem, you know when you're just speaking about David and how his family was was um didn't want to um present him when they were looking for a king. It just reminds me also of Joshua, you know, mm. how is it Joshua name? Is it Joseph? Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Joseph, yes, sorry, Joseph. yeah. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> you know? Like Joshua loved Joseph. Joseph. No, I'm saying Joshua loved Joseph. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. But then like God gave Joseph the vision, ne? Mm. And when he st- when he t- when he told that vision to his to his family, uh, yeah. everyone was was not believing in him. Just like with David's family, they didn't believe that he could be the one. And you know, the revenge of of Joseph's brothers putting him in a ditch and selling him, it it wasn't Joseph's place to put revenge on them because God will sort out the people who are not for you. But as long as you and God are connected, even sorry, I'll be quick. But I'm saying Joseph, um, even when he was in the prison, he still was close to God. He was still aligned to God. So no matter where you go in life, be aligned with God. God will take you to where that vision. Is. True, true. And the thing is about God, we okay. Let me not say we. I don't think this is us. People right now, especially in South Africa, Africa, wanna see miracles physical miracles and they want to see prosperity but we don't realize how much miracles god does for the heart Mm. isn't it a miracle that the same people who sold joseph to slavery and tried to kill him he has to help in a way i i'm willing to assume that joseph needed a heart healing from that how can you love these people who did so much wrong to you and now they're coming to you they're asking for your help mm. they don't even recognize you mm. they've moved on with life and now you have to help them like then you realize that god was using this to heal joseph's heart you know because some people are flowing from a place of i want to succeed because i want to prove someone wrong about me and i want to succeed because my life used to be so hard and i don't want to be like that you're flowing from a place of fear and you're using that as your fuel but then you will never experience the fullness of god which is his peace and his joy because everything you do it's like the heart for it is not in the right place you know and god wants the thing is god wants to finish his story in your heart he wants to first heal your heart like i feel like that's the most important thing that he does you know even when jesus is healing people he never lets them walk away just physically healed. Mm. He always like does something that I feel is a heart healing, you know, especially with the woman who was bleeding for 12 years. 12 years, every place you step into, you are getting rejected. You want jobs, probably they'd say, we can't hire you because of your issue. Mm. We, maybe your parents even were like, I don't know how to help, how to help you anymore. You know, everyone around you has abandoned you. And then he comes, he physically heals you. And just when you're running away because you're used to rejection, he calls you back and calls you daughter. Like imagine the power in that, you know? Like perhaps the bigger miracle in that story is not that she stopped bleeding, but that her heart was healed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that that's a very important point you know mm-hmm. sometimes we you know i believe that the greatest miracle is salvation the greatest miracle is salvation and that's we need to come to a place where we don't need to see miracles transformed in the physical because it first starts in the spiritual before it manifests in the physical yeah it's okay i kind of i kind of spoke about okay i kind of spoke about this in a way already the fact that people will not be able to be comfortable if you don't step into your purpose you stepping into purpose helps even the people that don't like you for example when moses is called to free the israelites to help them escape egypt and pharaoh um they say to him like they question him so many times right and in a way they don't believe in him being the one who's supposed to help them escape this thing so what i want to say is that allow your purpose to help you help the people that you perhaps feel don't appreciate you and don't like you and don't love you because that's when you know it's doing something you know when it's going against the nature of your heart like it doesn't feel right it doesn't have to feel right to be purpose you know because you're going to be a stuttering Moses called to speak to the king of Egypt <laughs> the most powerful one of the most powerful empires of that time you know and even today we still don't understand how they they made the pyramids you know so obviously they had so much power mm. and you have to speak to their ruler and you like it wait god but i stutter but i i am inadequate you know this inadequacy thing is like mm. is a big thing and so many people have to first get out of that it's like you don't have to qualify you don't have to be equipped yes this is the quote this is a quote that i heard god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies he the qualifies one he calls the, yes mm. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about i don't have this i don't have the resources to do what i feel you know like use what's in your hand for example mm. when god says to moses what is that in your hand you know mm. he has already put the things you need to step into purpose in place everything is waiting for you mm. to just go into it you know david going to fight goliath has to use his sling there's this verse where it's like it's like mm. emphasizing that he, he he uses things that are already in his possession um he said the verse says that he picked up his shepherd's bag he picked up his sling you know and and he chose five smooth stones and yeah it just emphasizes that it was his you know mm. so there are things that are in your possession they are enough also for you to do what you need to do you know mm. don't wait <laughs> there are people that are waiting on you to step into purpose sure. and you know generations in, these generations there are people who are not even born yet <laughs> that are going to be helped by you stepping into purpose so like don't don't hold it back don't hold it back because also when we when we feel things in our heart and this when like like something is planted in your heart to do something to do good and you ignore it and you try to do without it this is where people become kind of this is like a source for some sort of mental illnesses 
for example in your heart you feel like you could be doing so much more you should be doing you should be this far in life you should be you know but you're not doing anything you know your actions affirm you in a way better than any daily affirmations you could be reading <laughs> doing it will affirm you when you're talking about that now I'm remembering what I wanted to say <laughs> yes. when I said the, the verse Proverbs 19 verse 21 which has many other plans in a, in a person's heart but it is the Lord's purposes that prevail you know you can have plans in your life where you want to you want to do so much right but then if if you you make plans outside of God's purposes that purpose that God has put in you it will haunt you right. you, will, you will live a very frustrated life when you're not living in your purpose So I just wanted to emphasize that there's no substitute for purpose. Mm-hmm. When you're living out of purpose, you will live a very a very frustrated life. If you're living a life trying to impress people, you will become depressed. You cannot substitute purpose and what God has called you to do on this earth. True. And you also cannot substitute the approval of God with men's approval. That's like the verse that's on my, my mood board. I wish now you, now you should turn off. My laptop has been turning off and on. Now you should turn off so I can turn off. It's Second Thessalonians something. I don't know. But it says that the same God who has approved you to uh, share his message will... Wow, I'm so bad now that I'm Wait, wait, let me, let me put it to sleep. We have like a whole... Okay. Yeah, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you see like, the oh. word just finishes you. you like that's <laughs> I don't know what else. In like God, all things consist. When you have God, you have everything that you need. Exactly, yeah. and. You know what else? I like every time the Bible speaks about God, like it, there's so many times where it says that it speaks about God being a God who sees the heart. So who better than someone who sees the heart to fix the heart? You know? You know? Come on. Like you said that you can't rely on the world to define you and give you an identity. Mm. Who better than than the parent? the creator to name the creation just like your mother and your father have the right to name you and give you identity in that sense god has the right to give your life its identity so yeah (laughs) it's crazy it's a lot um yeah i don't don't, i'm seeing so many points but like i don't even you said a lot. You said a lot. A lot of powerful things. Yeah. And I think just one thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. You measure the success of your purpose on the assignment that you were given. You can do a you can do a good thing, but not the right thing. Right. So yeah, let me just keep it. There. <laughs> do the right thing, not not just a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, guys, step into purpose. You know. The world, the world needs you to do what you were called here to do, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at 
our country right now it's kind of like very depressing i don't want to lie <laughs> it's kind of very depressing so the thing is for all these things there are people who are called to be solutions to these problems i guarantee you it's just that i don't know maybe you are still battling in inadequacy maybe you are still listening to the devil's lies or whatever but i hope that this will call you out of that place you know and you'll step into it amen yeah i think that's that's all i have to say and this is the last thing from my side i just want to encourage the, the youth really to invest in training and understanding the word of god i mean training yourself in the understanding of the word of god and also reading good books i think one book that i definitely would love that everyone that is watching would read is the principles and power of vision by dr miles monroe you can find it on an pdf and you can find it in, <laughs> in 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 bookshops but it's definitely a book i i plead the youth to please read it will give you an understanding of what purpose is and how to how to find yours yeah that's cool mm. i'm also gonna read it now yes i'm also i'm also gonna read it okay guys uh that has been episode eight of the kingdom cloud podcast and i have been your host with the most as always <laughs> today i delivered you know i feel like what i said today was <laughs> but it was not by my own might no strength no understanding no knowledge it was all god you know so yeah i hope this means something to someone and it helps whoever's listening you know because god touches the hearts we might not know why we said some of these things but through us being vessels and be and allowing him to use us hopefully someone else will be helped Thank you. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>